Hey boss babes, welcome to the Cabin Fever podcast. And today we are coming to you from, oh, you know what? Listen to that. Editing Maddie put in some sounds mm-hmm. of leaves crunching underfoot. You mean enhance the sounds that are already existing. Enhance the sounds that are happening. Feel, Ooh, crunchy, feel it crunchy under crunchy your leaves. big, big boots. I love my big your boots. Your stylish boots, because we are in a pumpkin patch. Crunch, crunch. And oh, what's that? Is that the parfait pumpkin? Oh, for our beautiful home. And for our beautiful Instagram shot with my beautiful blonde toddler son. He is so beautiful. He is so blonde. And I'm wearing overalls. I have blonde hair today and a floppy, floppy hat. And I have brown hair, but someone call it auburn. So pumpkin patch chic. And what's that? Here comes my hubby with our PSLs. Beautiful. Hello. Welcome. It's the real us now. The real true lads. Surprise. Um, I'm not blonde. Surprise. I will never wear overalls. (laughs) Um, Today's podcast comes to you in three beautifully tied in parts. First up, boss babes. Second up, boss comma babe. Okay, how to be a, a boss, comma, babe, because... Admittedly the shortest of the three parts, yes. but necessary nonetheless. And the final one, the most exciting one, boss baby. We know him, we love him, we want to be him. So how can, how can we? Mm-hmm. Hold, strap in. Hold on to that pumpkin spice latte of yours. Squish your little booty down onto Throw a pumpkin. Throw the toddler to your hubby, because it's time <laughs> to learn. First up, I think we should dive, dive off... <laughs> Dive in with our win and our wine. Yeah, as every week, of course. Yes. Consistency. That's mm-hmm. what you're here for, right, guys? <laughs> Consistency and grounded, applicable advice. Well, my first wine is that I'm not in fucking Paris. And I'm so upset about oh, that. Oh, jumping in with a wine. I just thought... That's I, fine. I'm just fine. mixing it up. Yeah. Just like the bus face would. Upset that you're um, not in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just really upset. I've been going through all of my like personal archives lately, mm-hmm. organizing every ticket receipt and possible thing I could own that is paper um, from the last decade and there's so much from Europe and a lot of Paris and I just am really mad I'm not in Paris I understand there's a lot more going on in the world but me not being in Paris pretty up there for me Mm -hmm. and I surprisingly for a weirdly long time was okay with not being in Europe Which for me is a first. Mm -hmm. But then I was cleaning out my phone because I've used up all my storage on my iCloud. And there's just so many nice photos of just European cities. It's hard to take a bad photo of a European city. No, it's it's really a task. That should be a challenge in itself. I mean, I can think of one photographer we know who would excel. I can think of more than one. True. We know several... Yeah, several fucked up photographers <laughs> um but yeah that is, that does suck yeah and i also am sad i'm not in paris because i saw someone doing um an instagram story of like rain in montmartre the other oh. day and i was like oh yeah désolé je suis désolé <laughs> does that mean i'm sorry or i'm sad it means you're sorry but well je suis désolé to myself for not being in paris truly and what's your wine um should we do my win first? Oh, all right. We're, we're all over the place today. Maddie, what's your win? My win is that I've moved from exfoliating scrubs mm-hmm. to peels for my face. Whole new skin. Because everyone's like, exfoliating scrubs will fuck up your skin. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Like, my skin is fucked anyway, and it hates everything. Yeah. What do you want me to do? But then I was sad the other day, and I did a body shop order, and I bought a shitload of face masks. That's exciting. And their peels were on sale. So I was like, here we go. And it really does. Just all your skin comes off. Yeah. It's great. That's fun. My wine is one that I brought up with you briefly earlier today. Mm-hmm. And it's just that it really sucks that boats are such a bad investment. 
Yeah. Because I was looking at a photo earlier today. <laughs> Wondering what we should do with our few spare mil. <laughs> yeah. Because there was um, a super yacht, which I would never want a super yacht. There's no. too much responsibility and I don't want that many people on it's my boat ever. This super yacht was 140 million euro. Yikers. And I was looking at that and I was like, first of all, that's too expensive for a super yacht. Like, mm-hmm. no. But the second you buy the boat, it depreciates. Absolutely. It's a terrible investment. And that just sucks because... As we said earlier, like, I'm never going to want a super yacht. No. But I want, like, a decent-sized nice boat. I definitely want a yacht. Like, I know you just want the boat, but for me, part of the thrill, the sailing. I used to be I used to be into sailing as a youth, mm. and I would love to get back into that. Well, when I say I just want a boat, like, what I was picturing still was a yacht. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not as invested in the, the technical side. No. I just need people to know that I, uh, I have sailed a couple of boats in my time. I think I used to really want a boat. And I think it will still be one of my, like, that was dumb. You didn't need that purchases if I ever came into a, quite a bit of money. Hmm. But now I think I'm pretty happy with just hiring a boat. Yeah, or just having friends who have a boat. Yeah. I think I definitely want friends to have a boat. That would be the ideal situation. Because one of the reasons it is such a bad investment is the upkeep of having a boat. Exactly. The bigger the boat, the bigger the problems. You've got to hire a crew. You've got to keep it serviced. You have mm-hmm. to pay all like the fees. You have to have somewhere to dock it. Oh, what a yeah. fucking headache. Uh, and now, my win. We get to talk about Boss Baby. That's right. This, <laughs> this is so a very excited. important episode. To emphasize how important this specific episode is to us, we thought this up two separate times. On two separate documents, I have written down on different days, weeks apart, Boss Babes versus Boss Baby. Yeah. We, at the time, didn't know what it would be, and now we have flushed down to an incredible episode for you. You're all very welcome. Yeah. But, like, it, it is just the most solid concept for us. I just love Boss Baby so much. Yeah. And, and we Boss will Babes. be talking about Boss Baby from the movie, but primarily the fantastic television show on Netflix. Yeah. Clearly made for adults. It is very... Well, you know, we'll dive into that later. We will, we will but Boss Baby back in business. Yes. Let's just kick it off with Boss Babe Starter Kit. We all know a Boss Babe. We've all seen a Boss Babe. Yeah. But have you ever tried to become a Boss Babe? It's pretty demanding. <laughs> well, let's tell them how, Maddie. Let's, okay. let, let's educate the people. The first element... Mm-hmm. In order to become a boss babe TM. Drink coffee, but more importantly, talk about coffee. Coffee is your life. You probably do drink terrible filter coffee mm-hmm. uh, or use weird American additives, but you treat that disgusting, disgusting coffee like every sip is an artisanal espresso. Hand brewed in the streets of Trieste. Oh. Which for the uneducated is the coffee capital of Italy. It doesn't matter how shit that coffee is. It is your entire personality. It is your lifeblood. It's the only thing keeping you together. My first item is a quote as your wallpaper. And that can be a coffee related quote. Mm -hmm. But if your phone locks and that lock screen has a little quote on it, you're a boss babe, baby. Or you're at least well on the way. Mm -hmm. Further to that point, have a motivational quote somewhere in your home decor. True. But absolutely not a good one. Or that, um, that... That dream sign. The dream. It just says dream. It's wide and cursive. You guys know it. You know the sign. But the the key here is that it cannot be a good quote. No. It has to be the most generic bullshit you can find. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I've also just written, in an MLM, probably. If you're in an MLM, there's a 90% chance you're a boss babe. But if you're a boss babe, there's not a 90% chance you're in an MLM. I think it's the other way around. 
There are plenty of people in MLMs who aren't boss babes. Really? They've just been misled. Yeah. Oh. I think we're thinking about the really influential ML MLM ones. Fair. Whereas a lot of people in MLMs really just are like, fuck. True. You know? There also, though, is an element of, like, scamminess. Even the ones that do genuinely own their Even own the businesses. Even the ones who feel legit feel so scammy. It's like the one where, like, you'll watch their free webinar and learn literally nothing. The mm -hmm. whole thing is a pitch. Ooh, a fun one. Have a hubby. Refer to them as your hubby. <laughs> Complain about them often and publicly, but always clarify that you wouldn't want to do life with anyone else. Um, I'd like to actually amend that and say you wouldn't want to do this crazy little thing called life with That's anyone true. else. That's true. Just, yeah. you know, in case anyone's confused. Uh, also, your Instagram bio definitely mentions that you are a boss babe. Mm -hmm. 100%. And likely that you are a wifey. Mm -hmm. And or a mama. Probably have a kid. Post really cute photos of the kid and portray an intentionally aspirational vignette of your life. Mm -hmm. However, make sure to keep it real in your captions every so often by mentioning that the child is sometimes difficult to raise. Ah! And once dropped a jar at the supermarket. A jar? Yeah. So wow. it may seem perfect, but sometimes the child makes yeah. sense. You constantly remind your followers that you're just like them, mm -hmm. which is, you know, it ties into the relatability of your kid dropping a jar. But honestly... I don't think that that's a drag because most of their followers probably are just like them because boss babes follow boss babes. Like a lot of them are just boss babe on boss babe on boss babe. That's true. But the like top tier boss babes who are posting most often yeah. that they're just like you yeah. don't actually think that they're just like you. Oh no, they think they're a lot better than yeah. you. Ooh, another fun one. Uh, if you want to be a boss babe, and especially if you want to fill up that Instagram feed, you will need to visit a pumpkin patch at some point. Yeah. And that is why we are bringing this episode to you from this beautiful sprawling pumpkin patch today. Mm -hmm. You need to have a t-shirt and cardigan combo. That's the, the uniform of the boss babe is a t-shirt with a cardigan. And maybe a statement necklace. Mm-hmm. Usually just with their name. Ugh. Yeah. Survive in gold, like Abby with E Y at the end. Uh, live your life though, if you. If love your that name look. is Abby with an E Y at the end, and you have a gold necklace with your name in cursive, <laughs> and you're wearing a t-shirt and a cardigan, first of all, oh my god, did we just hello? Did we Hi, summon Abby. that? Hey Abby. Hi Abby. Um, <laughs> please reconsider your wardrobe. Something. Just something. <laughs> just a lot. Abby, please. Please, Abby. Uh... <laughs> This is probably a good time to clarify that some of these things do apply to other people. There's at least one in here that I'm sure is even calling out myself. Mm -hmm. um, but altogether, they paint a really beautiful, clear picture of a oh, boss babe. babe. Frequently urge other women to empower themselves, but provide no actionable tips and do not reply to any comment that's not about your outfit or your tasteful seasonal decorative wreath. I would argue that they do also reply to comments that are like, Yas, hon, couldn't agree more. And then they're like, yes! And then they do claps. The hand, yeah, the hands. Yeah. Uh, also using words like hustle or tribe, which the, there is the male equivalent of a bus babe. And here they would use grind and gang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But hustle, grind, always hustling. Love my tribe. Yeah. Hustle is like a mid-tier one, but tribe is like fucking alarm bells. The second someone says tribe, I'm like, yes. oh shit. Always, and I mean majority of your content, mm -hmm. talk about the fact you're working, sorry, hustling, Uh huh. Uh, but rarely if ever reveal any details of whatever it is you actually do. I have no idea what any of them do. No. <laughs> or it's an MLM. Yes. Like, that's usually why. They're like, I'm running my business. I'm talking to my tribe. I'm like, about what the... A lot of them are virtual assistants as well. That's true. I've seen a lot of them be virtual assistants. But the virtual assistants, at some point, reveal what they do. 
Yeah, fair. Whereas the mystique is a really important element here. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm hustling, but like, what, yeah. what, what are you doing though? Yeah. I've noticed that a lot of ours are about Instagram, <laughs> but it's where, it's where, where the, the boss babes, babes are. Yeah. Speaking of Instagram, segue of the week, you follow more people than follow you. Oh yeah. yeah. I thought you were saying to me as like an actual drag right now. And I was like, I don't. <laughs> but yeah, if you're a boss babe, you absolutely you follow, follow more people than follow you. Or equal. And it's like in yeah. the thousands. Yes. Address other women only as girl, unless you're going for rebellious edge, in which case throw in a badass from time to time. I would disagree. I think girl, very common. Han. Han is, that's a different vibe though. I think Han and also babes. Not babe, babes. Hey babes, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I mean, there are there are others, but the main one is, hey girl, like yeah. when they're directly commenting to someone. Yeah, like, but hey, I girl. imagine thanks, hon. Or like when they're trying to sell something, they're like, "Hey, badass, yeah. are you ready to absolutely what is sl- like slay?" Or do they say kill it. Probably kill you're gonna it. kill it. Yeah, that's when they're like, "Hey, badass," when they want you to buy something. Yeah. Whereas, "Hey, girl," is when they want you to like agree with something or follow them. True. Yeah, and hun is when they're trying to be like a protective older sister figure. Yes, and also scam you. Further to that. Do not address men, full stop, unless it's a shout out to uh, the guys out there who don't understand anything about what you're saying, but they stick by their ladies nonetheless. Yeah. God love them. <laughs> My last point was just pink with an exclamation mark. Oh. A lot of, just a lot of, not, not, not the artist pink. Uh, I did not think that. Okay. I thought that's why you were doing, oh. No, I was just thinking a lot of the ones that I've seen are like very heavily into like beige and blue. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well. Different strokes for different folks, I guess. Another fun one for the Instagram, the Instagram vibe B-I-G. is take many photos laughing with your coffee cup. <laughs> this is one that honestly applies to us as well. Yeah. Uh, preferably in front of a desk or at a breakfast bar where your planner is laid out nicely to indicate you're a hustler no matter what time of day or location we in the really home. should really take someone out place because. Yeah. Yeah. We are obviously going to do a boss babe photo shoot at some point. Yes. I need some photos of my website. But on a day so. where I'm not sitting here wearing an overnight face moisturizing mask in the middle That's of the fair. day. That's fair. Maddie came in this morning and got like, not mad, but your, your the hairs on your spine were up. That's the wrong Ew. phrase. <laughs> your hairy spine was really up. Maddie's Ew. famously hairy spine. Ew. <laughs> no, but you got like almost... A little, uh, little <laughs> teaser for next week's topic. <laughs> No, but you got like weirdly mad that I had mascara on because I was filming something for Ryan's I was just video. confused. I was just really confused. Yeah, you're like, what's on your face? And I was like, what? And you're like, something's wrong with your eyelashes. I'm like, I'm wearing mascara. Well, I was just like, are you tinting them? Like, what are you doing? Because like, she's not wearing any other makeup and no. it's just mascara. And yeah. also I was like, why? I have to do it to make my eyes pop a little bit in Riley's video. But I wouldn't say that the hairs on my spine. <laughs> I'll just say I was confused for a hairy spine. <laughs> Gross. That's why I never pose topless. <laughs> I'm literally imagining like just like a mohawk of wolf fur. <laughs> like, it's just That's what I'm saying as well. It does fade out across the back though. Ew. For me, it just like kind of just reaches a, a point and just ends. Mm, um, anyway, yeah, truly look forward to next week's ep, guys. Uh, and finally, to reach the top tier uh-huh. of boss babism, you must have alarmingly white teeth mm. a smile that never quite reaches your eyes and own many many hats 
Many hats. Many hats. Mm. All similar hats. Like, we're talking, like, the felt floppy rim variety okay, of hat okay. in, like, beige and, like, a grey mm-hmm. and, like, maybe a blue, maybe a pink. Yeah. A different beige. And some, like, bobble hat beanies. So many hats, but not a wide variety of styles. I see that. I do see that. I don't think it's... I, you know, I, I, I hate to fight with you on the podcast here. I don't think it's a necessary element of us, babe. But it is a good identifier if, like, you've got every other element and you're like, is she, though? And then she's wearing that beige floppy hat. I think that it is similar to the pumpkin patch. It's Mm -hmm. like the outdoors boss babe. True. It's like she's not always just in the office. She also has the toddler and loves to go outside in the fall. That's fair. Yeah. It may sound as though we are quite down on boss babes here, but not necessarily because we are down on MLM boss babes and scammers. Absolutely. And we're really on a a journey with those right now. Yeah, we both watch a lot of MLM related content, so Mm -hmm. that is strongly where our minds are. But I believe sometimes the boss babe vibe is genuine and sometimes it's just a fun little project. Yeah. Just be like, fuck it, I'm going to be a boss babe for a while. But honestly, it's still kind of fucking weird. Yeah, it is. And anyone who (laughs) is a grown adult and is like, hey girl, I'm like, what about me projects that that's a, something I'd be receptive to? Yeah. <gasps> oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. It's my segment. Yeah. This is a segment that we have been waiting to do for weeks now. Mm-hmm. Boss babes do deliver some pretty good content in the form of quotes. They sure do. <laughs> and so I've got a few select quotes for you, Maddie. Okay. Um, just let's let's dive right in. Something they do love to do is they love to take. Um, a, a very basic quote mm-hmm. and then put an unexpected sassy little twist on it truly so i'm i'm excited for these yeah he asked what's my favorite position i said ceo <laughs> you are either on my side by my side or in my fucking way <laughs> choose wisely <laughs> coffee in one hand confidence in the other which for me personally this was our favorite one <laughs> really specific picture of someone struggling to open a door <laughs> with a coffee in one hand and then like and a like confidence s- which in my mind looks like a silicon breast implant just <laughs> flopping around in the other hand. and they're just like struggling with their coffee spilling everywhere guys can someone get the door my hands can someone are hold full? my confidence for a second i need to open the door <laughs> like what and also it paints such an image of like confidence being like a really tangible but also small and like you could lose it you get a like, handful of confidence why do you have to carry it around with you like that? At least put it in your fucking, like, Tory Burch clutch or whatever you're carrying. Boss Babes also, like, really specific weird brands. Like, they're all about, like, Michael Kors and, like, yeah. Kate Spade. And it's like, okay. I don't care who I lose anymore. I choose me and I got shit to do. <laughs> but there's, like, so many full stops to really drive home. I got shit to do. I'm like, well done. There is always that, like, really bitter edge. Yeah. This one is just, in order to become the 1%, you have to do what the other 99% won't. And I'm like, what, like, exploit the people below you? Yeah. Basil says the 1%. You think he got there just by being smart? No, oh, honey. No. So Boss Babes really missed the mark on that one. However, that's not a Boss Babes specific quote. I've seen that it's everywhere. everywhere. Focused. Intelligent motivated oh and cute fimk (laughs) fimk yeah focused intelligent motivated cute hey maddie yeah don't blame the clown for acting the clown (laughs) ask yourself why you keep going to the circus (laughs) my favorite part of that one is that they 
<laughs> they couldn't think of a replacement for the word clown either time. Ask yourself why I stop. Keep going to the circus. Honestly, you to me, circa fucking 2014 to 2017. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, because it's fun. I love the circus. Yeah. I come back crying every time. <laughs> I know what I bring to the table, dot, dot, dot. So trust me when I say I'm not afraid to eat alone. Ew. Like, I feel like you're really afraid to eat alone. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's never entered my mind to really clarify to people that I'm not afraid to eat alone. No. <laughs> so. I thought it was going to be like, I know what I bring to the table. So like, I don't know, like don't so show t- up without something yourself. Like feel free to <laughs> join me. So join me at my potluck, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, spoil me with loyalty. I can finance myself. Ugh. Today's forecast, 100% of winning. Wait, 100% chance of winning. Fuck, Fuck. I fucked it up. I'll never oh. be a boss babe. I'll never be a boss babe. Um, You're not even giving me enough time to process these quotes. You're really just speeding through. I'm sorry. There's just so much. I was told I was... Actually, this is my favorite. Yeah. I was told I was dangerous. Dot, dot, dot. I asked why. They said, because you don't need anyone. That's when I smiled. <laughs> 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 is this like me in year 11 it's just that that's when i smiled it's like it's like let's you, play I'll, this out i'll be them I'll okay be they, okay so tell me i'm dangerous you're dangerous why because you don't need anyone <laughs> <laughs> i had to give him the audio yeah, I, know. Smiling. I understand I, couldn't do it. I just have the most specific visual still of that boss babe from two quotes ago just sitting at a kitchen table like really angrily staring <laughs> at like afraid to plate. eat alone yeah. <laughs> just give me coffee and watch me make it happen <laughs> honestly us <laughs> this is literally us the girl of my dreams is just me but with more money yep <laughs> yep and the final one until the bonus one trust me it'll make sense in a moment okay remain humble but still let those bitches know. <laughs> As you like drive past in your white Arbon Lexus <laughs> that you still have to fucking pay for. Oh my god. My final one comes from a boss babe in this very room. Not to you, listener, just to me. It's by you, Maddie. Yeah? Why? What's wrong? I like my coffee like I like my men. <laughs> Weak, cold, and on my desk by Monday. (laughs) (laughs) For those who missed in the laughter, I like my coffee like I like my men. Weak, cold, and on my desk by Monday. (laughs) The context for this. It was short. This is how Maddie likes her men. Um, I, on the spot, made up a TikTok audio. Which I do believe I have a recording of and will insert here. We now take you back to a few weeks earlier at roughly 2am with the added bonus of Disney's Coco playing in the background. I'm a savage, but I love my family and friends. (laughs) Work hard till the end. Like my coffee, like my men. (laughs) Weekend cold and on my disc (laughs) one day. For the record, we also came across a quote that said, um, he asked me my favorite position. I said, CEO. (laughs) 
And then immediately, <laughs> I was just like, what? Complete erectile overload? <laughs> anyway, that's my new single. It's on title now. And now, back to the podcast. I was like, what are you going to make fun of me for? <laughs> There's just so many... So many beautiful layers because it does really play into the boss babe of coffee and men and powerful. And like weird levels of aggression towards no one in particular. Yeah, but then why why do you need your coffee on Monday? (laughs) It's like a Thursday and you're like, I like them cold. And I also think that it really like drives home the fact that like a lot of the boss babe quotes like don't actually make sense business wise. So like, like have my coffee on my desk by Monday. Like would you yeah. not rather have it warm <laughs> just sitting there over the weekend with a man just sitting weak and cold on your desk waiting for Monday? <laughs> anyway, I just tweeted that alone and a few people liked and retweeted it. So. But not enough. No, not enough. Just enough, maybe. No, we can make a really fancy graphic of that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're going to be making some incredible graphics for this episode. Oh my god. By the way, if you don't follow us on Instagram, at HeyCabinFever, sorry for plugging it every episode, but it's great. It's really fantastic. Um, okay, well, I do think that concludes our Boss Babe segment. Yeah. We're trying to keep it concise, and we think you've got a pretty clear picture. And we also know that you really want to dive into the real star of the show, which is, as always, Boss Baby. Absolutely. <laughs> Although, before we do that, let's talk about how to be a boss, comma, babe. Because as true boss babes as true boss babes business owners entrepreneurs mm-hmm. uh we do have some some genuinely pretty decent tips because and... we're both actual career girls so we actually have genuine advice so you're yeah. welcome and we thought what bridges the gap between boss babes and boss baby us true so here we go <laughs> you know what i'm gonna dive in with one that can also be said by boss babes so it's a real great segue item which is know your worth then add tax yep my main reason for this is tax is so annoying and when you only charge for the thing that you are creating then you've got to pay the tax yeah it's not like know your worth then add tax like know your worth and then act more superior genuinely know how to effectively price your services or your products and then do add the tax because you've got to pay it yeah you should put aside 30 percent anyway if you're working for yourself as a general rule yes but you don't want that 30 percent to be a huge portion of the money that you should be taking home from the work you've done no so that's a great tip thank you uh my first tip is to keep your focus on the big picture rather mm-hmm. than what you feel like doing in the moment or how much or little you can achieve in a single day i've got a really clear plan of what i need to be doing mm-hmm. in my life a lot of days I just don't feel like doing what I'm meant to, mm-hmm. but I have to focus on what the end goal is and just fucking do it. Yeah, because doing the small things in between isn't always exciting, but it's like there's a reason for this. Yeah, and a lot of the time you'll be doing tasks that are just kind of slowly moving the needle and contributing to bigger things mm-hmm. without payoff for a while. So you need to be able to focus on the big God, picture. that delay gratification. It gets yeah. you. But then sometimes you have a lot, a lot of payoff at one time and it's great. True. But similarly... Yeah, don't focus too much on how much or little you can achieve in a single day. Because mm-hmm. there is that saying of like, don't underestimate what you can do in a week. Don't overestimate what you can do in a day. Fair. Or month or, you know. Yeah. You can change the time span. Uh, my next one is to under-promise, over-deliver. Mm-hmm. This is just such a key one, especially when working with any sort of team. If you're working full stop, you are going to be working with other people at some point in your career. Yeah. Under-promise, over-deliver, because you'd rather... Say if you know you can do something in the next two days, tell that person you'll get it to them on the third day, and then if they get a day early, 
exciting times and they're extra happy with you. But if they get it a day late, then they're... Because anything can pop up. Things change. Things happen. So just make sure that you're giving yourself a little bit of wiggle room. Um, and then just really impress them. Blow their socks off, babe. Yeah. And by under-promise, it doesn't mean, like, undersell yourself or, like, say you're not going to do a good job. Oh, God, no. Just, yeah. you know, if you're aiming to hit 10, then promise them, promise eight. them 8. Yeah. But still aim for the 10. Exactly. Yeah. A really important one is to trust your own judgment in, in every area. You should obviously listen to people's opinions if they know about what you're trying to do. But... If you really think that something will work or that you want to follow a particular path, but other people are trying to put you off, stick to your guns because adjusting for other people will not make you happy in the long run. Mm -hmm. And it's better to have to face a challenge you care about than to succeed at something you just do not really give a shit about at all. I will say though, and this was another one of my points, is that I think when you're deciding what you need to do, you need to really take into consideration like your strengths, what your connections are, how you can get things done. Yeah. Because I definitely believe we like trust your instincts to a certain extent. But for example, if you've been trying to do the same career for five years and it is not happening, you need to assess why it isn't happening. If there's another direction you can move in because it just happens. There's a lot in like the arts as well and creative fields. People be like, I want to be a singer. And it's like, okay, but do you have the time you can put into it? Do you have the right voice? Do you have all of these different elements that are going to make it a successful, viable option for you? Yeah, do you have the necessary skills and are you willing to put in the realistic amount of work? Exactly. So this tip, I do have something that plays into that point later on, but but this tip is really along the lines of you have thought this through, you've done your research. Yeah, exactly, yeah. If you know exactly, if as long as you're taking my point into consideration first, then go ham with Maddie's. It's more just like the point of if you're like, I know that this is going to work because I've researched it. And then like, maybe your parent is like, I don't know, maybe you should get like this job instead. Which especially happens a lot for people who are like creatives and entrepreneurs, especially where it's seen as like more risky or whatever. Yeah. It, it, you can get a bit more backlash than if you're going to be like a doctor because everyone's like, yeah, doctors are dope. Mm -hmm. So obviously if your decisions are going to directly affect someone else, like the fact that I work for myself, affects will because he's the only one with like a consistent stable income in Mm -hmm. our relationship it is important to listen to those people yes but it's more like just stick to your guns if you know that you are doing the right work Mm -hmm. don't let someone else tell you to to aim for something different just because it seems easier 100 percent. yeah but yeah just to reemphasize my point of be realistic about what you can do because pipe dreams ain't cute it's just depressing when you see someone who's like in their mid-30s, still trying to have the career that they were aiming for in their early 20s, but to no success, and you're still, like, living at home, and it's depressing as hell. Yeah, it's more like the all talk, no action thing. Because if someone's actually really trying consistently that whole time, I don't think there's anything to be embarrassed about there. Unless they're really untalented. Unless it is, like, a (laughs) a full-on case of, like, you're full-on delusional about this goal. Yeah. But, but honestly, no one who's that delusional is not going to be following us, so we're good. Oh, that's true. Actually, we don't know. There could be some pretty delusional True. People. Some of y'all are probably pretty wild. Vibe with it. Yeah. Vibe with your delusion. But yeah, if you're, if you're just not willing to put in the necessary work... It ain't gonna happen. Yeah. This is a little bit of a twist, but something mm-hmm. that I think both of us learn time and time again. Oops. And I've also just written an Instagram caption about this, so it is fresh in my mind. Fun prioritize hobbies and downtime as much as your work time. And that sounds excessive, 
because yeah. I don't mean literally the same amount of hours. No. <laughs> but if you're not getting proper downtime and actually switching off, yeah. you are not going to be able to work properly when you need to. And for me personally, if I don't spend time on hobbies, even though rationally I'm like, this isn't a high priority task, they're things that are important to me. Yeah. So my brain subconsciously stores them and processes them as highly important tasks that are going undone. Yeah. So not setting aside downtime and not taking time to work on personal projects or paint or sing or whatever sport people do <laughs> that's actually going to drag your productivity down and if you spend an hour and a half working on your music or working on your art that is going to boost your productivity for far longer than that hour and a half you took out another one for like dealing with people in your career is essentially in your career decisions will be made that you don't agree with and so this is a piece of advice from my dad. Thanks, dad, if you're, he's not listening. Um, Thank God. <laughs> you have to ask yourself why you think they made that decision, what you would do if you were in that position, and how you would have done things differently. Yeah. And this helps you in numerous ways. One, it lets you start troubleshooting and thinking up different ways to navigate situations when you're in a more superior position. So you're already having that mindset. Two, it helps you to understand why they did what they did. You may still not agree with it and you may still have a different way that you would have approached it, but it can let you know why they did it and help to understand their actual workplace dynamic as well. And also just stop you from feeling so irritated. Yeah. Because a lot of the time having a problem is just that you're like pissed off because you're like, why did they make that yeah, decision? Yeah, you're like, literally, why would you do that? But once you take time to unpack it, then you can kind of like let it go a little bit yeah and you can understand it even if you don't agree with it and it does help with understanding workplace dynamics because sometimes the reasoning is oh they did it to please this person in this department mm -hmm. which isn't the decision you would have made and you don't think it drives your project forward that well but it helps to know that that department is important to that person for future reference yeah so yeah basically why you think it happened and what you would do if you were in their shoes and then just leave it this one goes back to what we were talking about with trusting your gut versus like being realistic mm -hmm. constantly assess and adapt so reassess whether your goals are still current to you this is something that we both do a lot because oh yeah god our, our goals change even if it's tiny pieces you just need to always know what you're working towards and that it's still relevant yeah um check in on if you're making the progress you need to be because at Fiona who still hasn't launched her website. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if you're like, Oh shit, I was meant to be here in this project, but I'm not yet. Mm -hmm. Figure out why that is. Is it just that it slipped your mind or is it that that's not a priority anymore? Yeah. But also just check that you are where you need to be. Um, and most importantly, if something isn't working, change it. Yeah. Because if something isn't working, there's no point like, like flogging a dead horse or whatever that expression is. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have to have a plan, but you have to be comfortable with adapting that plan. And yeah. if you're ever going to be successful, you have to constantly be assessing what you're doing and making sure that it's actually working. I think that's like part of why our business meetings, Maddie and I have business meetings weekly. Um, and I think that's part of why they're so helpful because one, we're checking in weekly with our goals, mm -hmm. but also we have a section called stuck on and a lesson. Yeah. So stuck on is when we can come to, did we achieve those goals from last week? How, if not, how do we get past that? Yeah. And also a lesson is sometimes you might get stuck on a goal and then pass it and then we share that lesson with each other and then we were like writing it down and talking about it helps it to stick in your own brain and also just the sharing of knowledge. What I found really helpful when I found the days just bleeding into each other is at the end of every week, 
I would write down what I achieved that week. And then I would also write some things that I want to focus on for the next week. Yeah. And that was just really helpful because you think you've done nothing because you've, all you've done is get through the week, you know. But then you look at every single major thing you ticked off and you're like, oh, I actually did yeah. a lot this week. So, and even if you haven't ticked off any of like your big things, you can look at – this is why I think that keeping a Google Cal is really great because, first of all, just planning your days. But also I can look back at my day and say, oh, that's what I did that day. Yeah. And even if there's a huge four-hour break where I just did shit all, mm-hmm. I can still see, oh, I worked on that and I made significant progress to this thing that is almost done now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely splitting up your days and splitting up your weeks, Yeah. whether it's through journaling, whether it's through a meeting, whether it's through uh, the thing we have just discovered slash invented called Weekends. I know, crazy. I took a whole day off. That was off. literally my win or, no, my learning for the week this week was weekends are good because I normally take just Thursdays off and then I took Saturday and Sunday off. Yeah, your, your lesson for this week was weekends are working. Yeah. Similar to mine from a few weeks ago, which is sleep is important apparently. <laughs> That's some pretty big ones. <laughs> my final tip is to aim high. True. It's a very simple one, um, but I have learned... The hard way that aiming low makes your whole fucking life suck. My natural disposition is to aim very, very high with my goals because it's better to aim like aim for a fucking hundred mm-hmm. and hit seventy than to aim for a fifty. Yeah. And hit a fifty. Depressing. Um, yeah, because when I was super depressed, remember my goals were like make make a thousand dollars from my product or whatever. Yeah. Like fuck off, you boring <laughs> bitch. Now my goals are like own property in London by twenty twenty three. Like, yeah. you you need to aim high for your own morale, yeah. but also because if you're aiming low, you're gonna achieve low. If you're aiming high, you're gonna push yourself. I always hated that quote shoot for the moon, even if you miss your land among the stars. And I'm like, that's not how space works, isn't it? What? If you shoot for the moon and you don't get to the moon... Yeah. You're just... There's so many stars. There's no stars in between there. Yeah, there's heaps. The stars are beyond. I'm fucking with you. Oh my fucking god. I was like, it's actually... (laughs) Oh my god. You didn't know Mongolia existed, so like, we don't know where we're at. You brought that up so many times, but like... Come on. I'm not the only (laughs) dum-dum here. (laughs) And my final one is... I wanted to explain my career castle... (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Um, so, a while ago, I was trying to figure out how my career works, and I came up with the concept of a career castle, which we'll put on the Instagram if you want to see a visual component to this. But essentially, at the bottom, imagine just a castle with your classic turrets at the top, very like, I'm in kindergarten, I drew a castle. Yeah, it's not any specific real architectural style, it's just no. got all the bits. Yeah. Um, so at the bottom where you've got the little like archway Mm -hmm. from when you build them with blocks. Like the drawbridge. Yes. Um, it's good to have two different stable sources of income. So whether that's like two different clients, a source of passive income. An actual like normal desk job and then maybe some sort of investment. Exactly. And both of them can be the same one if it's very stable, but I'm very much of the mindset of eggs in baskets. So it's nice to have two. And then just above that you have your next viable source of income that can actually make you money regularly. Mm -hmm. And then above that, you have another one if you like it. And then at the top, you have the turrets contain your long-term goals that you think will help you be financially successful in the long term. For me, that's passive income. So I was like, I want to make a course up here so I don't have to think about any money as the flag at the top. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, just form your own career castle 
figure out what you need to keep stable, what your passion is that you can monetize next, Mm -hmm. what your other passion is that you can monetize down the line. And then ideally your first passion is going to leak down into the other stable sections. Yeah. And so... Does that make sense? It, it does to like an it extent. Doesn't. Look, I understand what you mean, but then I also You've planned out my whole... No, I also planned out my whole life with a couple of hills and a river and a sun that one time, remember? True. We're um, very visual people. If you're not visual, like, honestly, just don't even try and process that because you won't get it. Make sure that you have something stable if you're at the start of your boss babe journey. Yeah. Especially then, right now. Like, now, as much as I'm like, yeah, live your dreams, now is not the time to quit a stable job. No. Um, and then, above that, figure out what your passion is that is financially viable Mm -hmm. in the future and then above that you can have another passion that is maybe less financially viable but just keep building up so you understand that you're not just taking a leap because everyone's always like take the leap and i'm like no people need money people have bills to pay there's rent so not everyone has their hubby bankrolling their entire operation no (laughs) um that's another little tip do not ever assume that anyone's telling you the full story because people will always be like yeah i started my own business and it's so much fun but like you don't know where they're getting the money from that from like Mm -hmm. so if you are like oh i have like a side business or i'm doing art and i'm like not making enough to live off like, you're still doing fucking great just trying. Yeah. So And let that be just the next stage of the castle. And then eventually, you can work up building that up so that you can take away the lower rungs. That's true. If you're earning more from your art than your office job, that art layer is heavy. So move it down to the foundation, baby. Yeah. It's too heavy. You can't have the top heavy than so the foundation. So many bricks. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's called physics. Look at the fuck up. <laughs> but, yeah, that was very visual. If you're not a visual person, I Sorry apologize for that. But I think one lesson there is just... Plan things out however it makes sense to your own batshit insane fucking mind. And that brings us to the topic of a fucking lifetime. Mm -hmm. The icon for all generations. The great. The magnificent. Boss baby. That's right. Boss baby. We have both seen the Boss Baby movie, but more recently. Boss Baby Back in Business, the Netflix series, is rev-a-fucking-lutionary. Season 3 just came out, just in time for quarantine. And Fiona said to me, because she is very well acquainted, whereas <laughs> I'm more of a new dabbler. Mm-hmm. She was like, Boss Baby TV show, like, it's not for children. No. And that sounds like a ridiculous statement, but I watched five minutes of this show. I've seen much more now, but within five minutes, I'm like, this is a show for adults. Yes. Like, children can watch it. But the audience they are writing for it's child is not friendly, children. But it's just so freaking fantastic. So the first Boss Baby topic is just going to be Fiona just telling you what makes Boss Baby as a show mm-hmm. so great. So just so you know, my backstory with Boss Baby is Riley and I were on a beautiful romantic getaway to Cairns. <laughs> um, we were up in tropical North Queensland. And one night I was like, oh, what should I watch on Netflix? And I turn on Boss Baby. Once I popped, I couldn't stop. I just had to watch every single episode. And Riley's like, Fiona, we're on this beautiful romantic getaway in Tropical North <laughs> Queensland. I was like, but, boss baby. Thankfully, they had a TV by the hot tub at our Airbnb. <laughs> Thankfully, I have a very forgiving fiance. Um, so, reasons why it is so great. One, as Maddie said, it is not designed for children. It's designed for adults. So, if you're sitting here thinking, I don't want to watch a kid's show... No problem. You can there watch it. There are so many jokes that yeah. you're going to be like, the kids would not get that. Mm-hmm. But they'd love the animation. So um, Also, the social commentary is Mwah. chef's kiss. It's it is great. so good. They managed to really flawlessly weave in real world issues and real world concepts 
into Boss Baby. Which, by the way, if you don't know about Boss Baby, sorry, let me explain it to you guys. No, if you don't know about Boss Baby, fucking pause this, go watch the movie, and then go watch. Go watch the, the movie. TV show. Go watch all se- episodes of the TV show, and then come back. Yeah. He's a baby, and he works in a corporate environment where other babies work. Yeah, all the babies are basically together um, in in a giant scheme. Their yeah. aim is to have everyone in the world love babies. Their yeah. arch enemies are the cats. No, not well. That's let me. You've you've read, you've clearly only watched season one, Maddie. And that's no, but I mean they have different ones. But the, I believe the cats are also in the movie. Oh, true, they so... are. Yeah. Well, essentially, one of the uh, things that I did put down <laughs> um, is that it has incredible storytelling. One of those is that there's a new enemy and theme within each season. Mm-hmm. So season one was indeed cats. Don't spoil the others for me, please. I shan't. I shan't. Okay. But. At the same time, even though each season has an overarching storyline, you can pick up at any episode and know what's going on. Oh, yeah. Which is genuinely really good storytelling. It's a very well-crafted show. Yes. You would not think so, but it is phenomenal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, also just like the character growth and the, the way that all the characters interact, everything just makes so much sense. Like, I don't even understand how I can explain how good the writing is for Boss Baby. <laughs> They've just really invested in fleshing out each and every character. They have. And it pays off. Yes. The one note I've made in this section is just highly relatable. It's just a highly relatable show. And you wouldn't think that a bunch of babies doing PR for being babies mm-hmm. would be highly relatable, but it truly is. Yeah. Um, and my final one is just, it truly soothes my soul. I cannot yeah. tell you how much I love this show. If I'm in a bad mood, I chuck on Boss Baby and it is just... It's fantastic. It is a phenomenal um, show. But not only is it very well crafted, well animated. Shout out to the animators. If any, um, if anyone, oh my god, if, oh my god, if any of I you, I would lose my oh. fucking mind. If anyone who has worked on Boss Baby or knows someone who's worked on Boss Baby is listening, I will lose my goddamn mind. But there's also a lot of lessons to learn, which I guess is like the child-friendly angle is that they are trying to teach you a few things in each app. Yeah. And so Maddie and I've written down a few things that you can learn from Boss Baby. Yeah, I have approached this from things we can learn from. The boss baby. Yep. Theodore Templeton. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the same angle you've done? Or just from the show? Mine is, honestly, I went to it from the show, but most of the lessons you learn through the eyes of boss baby. That's true. So I'm pretty much on the same page as you. Okay. My first lesson we can all learn from the boss baby is that sometimes manipulation and mystique are necessary for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta do some shifty shit. Sometimes you gotta keep some secrets. Yep. But sometimes it is indeed for the greater good. Which in the show is increasing baby love. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is when on a bit of a negative note for the first one. There will be people out there who just want to screw you over once they get a little bit of power, aka mega fat CEO baby. Yeah, absolutely. And the main thing is, do not stoop to their level. There's a reason that they're not the main character. Boss baby's the main character, even though he isn't CEO. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there will be people who will take a little bit of power and run with it and screw you over. This can happen because someone gets more Instagram followers and they don't want to be friends with you. Or they move up a friendship group in high school because we know all the teens are listening after that first kiss episode. Mm -hmm. Or that you are now below them in the hierarchy of your weird baby PR firm. Exactly. Uh, The next point is teamwork makes the dream work. My next one was you work better as part of a team. Yeah, (laughs) which is not really, I will say, a lesson that I truly plan to take on board. Um, (laughs) But it is a lesson that is shown over and over again Mm -hmm. in this show. Because Boss Baby... He literally would not get anything done without Stacey and Jim, and often the triplets. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Jimbo, that's the big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah he wouldn't. He need, he needs his team, and he knows that. Yeah, he knows that he he values himself and his competence, but he knows where his his weak areas are. Yeah, and he knows where he needs a little bit of help. And I think that's really good when you can recognize the like 
where you need help, how you need help, and also how to pick your team wisely Mm -hmm. with people who will uplift you and stand by your side and be loyal as hell. Yeah, and he even eventually opened up his little tiny baby heart to his dumbass older brother mm-hmm. who is a real oh fucking you do not like timmy Tellington. i don't i don't dislike him as much as i i feel like whoa let's let's forget a line here i mean he's still boss baby's brother you yeah. know i do think he's a bit of a little wet blanket yeah but sometimes he does contribute slash he just likes to be there so boss baby's like you know what come on you yeah. can be on the team exactly a little humanitarian is the boss baby another one is don't forget to keep your eye on the bigger goals for boss baby, it's baby love. For you, it could be literally anything. But just don't let like petty office drama or minor setbacks or your temporary missions within the boss baby environment set you back. Because mm-hmm. just general eyes on the prize. There will always be things that pop up or try and sway your vision. Don't let it happen. And sometimes you may get sidetracked, but always swivel right on back to that main focus. Of increasing baby love. Uh, similarly, sometimes things go wrong especially when cats are involved mm-hmm. and it is important to adapt yeah he's a great quick thinker sometimes he does have moments of panic yes but as you would if you're up against boots of calico right what a fucking dick he's such a dick Ugh. but yeah he adapts mm-hmm. and the team adapts and they always make it to that finish line they always do uh have a uniform it helps you get ready uh steve jobs did it and boss baby's done it and obama obama always wore the same colored suits because ugh decision fatigue exactly so having a uniform right now our uniform is pretty much just our pajamas mm-hmm. but I, I'm would... wa- I am wearing athleisure today nice yeah mine is black leggings and then an oversized shirt that i've cut the shoulders off either way we're fabulous either way we have a uniform i'm not stressing in the morning on how to get ready that's true <laughs> the boss baby's uniform is a fantastic little suit. and it's and it speaks volumes about who he is what he's there to do it's part of his identity it really is yeah one of mine is, is ties into what you already said, which is it is often necessary to tolerate or humor our antagonists. Yeah. Especially if they're in a position of authority, which I think we've covered that pretty thoroughly, but he really does drive that home. Yeah. He doesn't take shit from anyone, but is open to learning. He really is. Mm. Oh, God, I love Boss Baby. Yeah, he really <laughs> is just, like, the best of Yeah, us, because know? he truly understands where his weaknesses are like Mm -hmm. if someone tries to tell him no he's not going to instantly take that no for an answer because he's like no i know how to increase baby love and i'm going to keep my eye on the goal Mm -hmm. but he can recognize when there is a lesson to be learned yeah and sometimes at first he's stubborn because Mm -hmm. yeah he truly just does not take shit from anyone no but he's not afraid to say i was wrong or there was a lesson here yeah you know you love to see it you do he knows who he is and isn't afraid to establish boundaries true and he used to do this quite harshly in the the movie um at the start he really struggled to open up to his little family but he has softened now Mm -hmm. but he does set his boundaries Mm -hmm. he's not afraid to do it boss baby this is more of as as a show i've realized now but Mm -hmm. it really drives home flexible working environments that's true (laughs) really important boss baby sometimes he's working from home a lot of times he's on the field a lot of time he's in the office as long as you get the job done mm-hmm. and mega fat ceo baby is not the greatest ceo but the one thing i will say for him is that he does not micromanage mm-hmm. and because he lets people get on with their jobs at the end of the day everything gets done you know just working from home understanding that not every working environment is going to work for everyone sometimes you want to work from home sometimes 
You need to be taking over the new restaurant that Bootsy Calico set up. And sometimes you don't get a choice. Sometimes you get just thrown on a plane because you're a baby. And it turns out there's a huge plot happening on this plane. You didn't even... That was a really great intro episode, by the way. Like, you know when they just lock everyone in a room and they let it play out? They did that, but with babies on a plane. Incredible. But we do need to watch the episode again. My final lesson we can all learn from Boss Baby is don't let your situation kill your vibe. Wear that suit. Live your life. True. Because he is steadfast. He is resilient. He will wear that suit with pride. Mm -hmm. He can vibe in any situation. He doesn't let external factors shake his core sense of self. True. And I think that's really admirable. Oh, God, what a great show. We are going to let Maddie take it away with Boss Baby's astrological placements. Yeah. I've been doing some thinking about this because uh, anytime I see anyone, I try and figure out what their, what their astrological vibe is. Mm -hmm. I truly believe... That the boss baby uh -huh. has both a Capricorn sun mm -hmm. and a Capricorn rising. Okay. So he projects... I was going to say Capricorn moon. And no, I was like, he no. does not have a Capricorn okay, moon. Okay, yeah. Um, Capricorn sun because... Come on. It's at his core. He it just really truly is. is all about like doing things properly, regimented, mm -hmm. having having a, a fixed way to do things. Yeah. And he stays on task. Mm -hmm. And rising because that is how he appears outwardly to other people. Mm -hmm. However, I think that his moon maybe scorpio oh okay because he's got a bit of an edge mm -hmm. I'm Googling. and there is a bit there is like that little emotional layer that mm -hmm. if you prod at it it's definitely there but he's got kind of he's got the edge of scorpio i do have other placements don't worry mm -hmm. but i do think that that he's got a scorpio moon mm -hmm. because he's not like chaotic he definitely doesn't have like an aries moon or an aquarius moon yeah but I think he may have a little Scorpio moon. I thought I wouldn't have to step in, Maddie. No, I go really, for it. I, I, I don't want to fight. Go for podcast. it. Go for it. I think, in fact, he has a Taurus moon. Okay. And a Scorpio rising and a Capricorn sun. I did think about Scorpio or rising. Maybe, or maybe Capricorn I really moon. Think, I really... I think I, he's got a strong Taurus. I really do. I, I, I will agree with you. I've got written lower down. He definitely has prominent Scorpio and Earth placements. Mm -hmm. Like, because there are other placements, obviously. Yeah. I do, though, think he's definitely a Capricorn rising because if you... That's what he projects, yeah. And if you just saw Boss Baby and you're like, what the fuck sign is that's this? A what's this? That's a Capricorn. No, you're right. Capricorn. I think he's a Taurus sun. Scorpio. A Taurus sun? Yeah. No. Why not? I don't think he's a Taurus sun. <laughs> I could see maybe a Taurus moon, but I don't think it. But I think I Scorpio's. Really I think Scorpio's in the main three, right? And I think Capricorn. I think Scorpio, Capricorn, and Taurus are in the main three. I do I think wonder. Capricorn is rising because he projects it. Yes, but he also the way he operates is mm -hmm. so Capricorn. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking how um, I feel. They're already set. He is very steadfast. Yeah. That's very Taurus. Yeah, that's like the main Taurus one I'm getting. So I'm like, is it his moon? Moon or his sun? I think it's his moon or his sun for Taurus. Mm. I, I really strongly believe Capricorn sun. I think maybe we're under, underestimating the stubbornness of, of Scorpio. Because I've just Googled Scorpio characteristics and number Scorpio, one is stubborn and highly But I think that he has a, a gentleness that only giving him Capricorn and Scorpio and not getting across. Because if you hear Capricorn and Scorpio is your only thing, 
it's there's no heart there. Mm. There's no gentleness, and Boss Baby so, has a lot. That's of That's not true because Scorpio is a is a it's a water sign, isn't it? Yeah. And they they are literally sensitive and intuitive. They're stubborn mm. but sensitive and intuitive. And there's okay. like there's an edge. What what I think is missing from Taurus for me for Boss Baby mm-hmm. is the edge. Maybe, you know what? Maybe you know what? Let's watch some later seasons and we'll see. And we'll get back that. to you guys. Um, <laughs> however, I do think that I wonder if he's got a Gemini Venus. There's something. There's what something weird. Venus is like relationships and love and that sort of thing. And I'm like, there's Ooh. something a weird vibe going on with him. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I think he might be a Gemini. I, I agree with Gemini Venus. Yeah, I do. However. What I've written here is prominent Scorpio and Earth placements, uh-huh. but also like a bit of a low key Cancer vibe. Yeah, like no, I see in, that. I see in that. some random placement, um, and then something definitely Aquarius, maybe Mars. Fair. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on the boss baby. We will, uh, if we if we change our thoughts, we'll let you know. Uh, I think I really think once you are season two, you're going to change your mind on the Taurus. I really do think. Okay. You are. Yep. Let us know how you guys we've got, feel. We've got our homework cut out for us. Maybe that's watch my season thoughts. two and see if I can sell her on Taurus. That's right. That's my uh, thoughts on the astrological the placements. The Boss Baby's astrology. Our final segment for today, which I'm sure from the title is what you've all been craving. Boss Baby versus Boss Babe. Mm-hmm. We're going to throw, throw these two players into the ring five times and see who comes out victorious. Mm-hmm. So the first challenge, the first battle, MLM recruiting. Who, who would, would win? be better at recruiting for an MLM, boss baby or a boss babe? My answer for this is pretty, pretty boss babe. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Because boss baby has way too many morals for this. He wouldn't even get involved in the first place. Yeah. He would not waste his time with an MLM. Absolutely not. No. And also, he's not as much of a people person. He wouldn't know how to no, do it. <laughs> he, wouldn't be, he wouldn't be able to do like the specific brand of manipulation. That you need to for yeah, an MLM. Because I think he can manipulate... But only in only when it really matters yeah. to him. He would recruit Stacy to become the boss babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I, was like, I think he'd probably like... be more likely to take over the MLM and turn it into a legitimate business. True. But yeah, a boss babe would, would be better at recruiting for an MLM. Having work-life balance. I think. Mm-hmm. Boss baby. Really? Yeah. Pray tell. Because the boss babes, their whole life is about projecting this image. Yeah. And I really don't think that their actual internal life is that settled or positive okay because it, and it is so much about being like on my phone all the time everything is content yeah. my hubby's content my little toddler's content and like i just don't know that they have True, that. they don't have that separation of yeah. work life. yeah see i i was going to do screen i was going to say the boss babes have a better work-life balance but after that my main thing is like boss baby a lot of what he does in his free time he is also relaying it like you know if he's eating his greens he's like this is going to help me hmm you know, perform better, but there's a game that they have called Catch the Baby, and he seems to genuinely enjoy that outside of work hours. And I feel like the boss baby, he's regimented about everything. He's like, this is my, this is my nap yeah, time. Yeah, boss baby has less time on work-life balance. Mm-hmm. But from actual emotional standpoint, it boss babes yeah. do have their entire life put up into that brand yeah i think the boss babe would think they have more free time yes but the quality of that free time and they've made their entire thing into like how can i monetize every part of my life yeah, and it's their like, whole no. life is a product whereas the boss baby he loves his job so obviously he's gonna apply it to everything that he does because yeah. it's the most important thing to but him. he does do things that aren't work sometimes mm-hmm. yeah no you're right and Shit. i think i think he's pretty conscious of i need a nap right now yeah 
I'm going to I'm going to put down my telephone, go have a nap. So I think work life balance boss baby. Damn, no, you're right. Yeah. Boss baby does And he's win got that the one. discipline to implement those changes if he realizes something's off. Yep. Throwing it back to last week's episode. Yep. Out of a boss babe and the boss baby, who mm-hmm. is more likely to be the main character? Boss baby. Boss baby a thousand percent. A million percent. Boss baby's like a weird side character most of the Every time. Every time boss babe is. Almost always, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying almost because surely there's like one or two. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Most and of the time. boss baby is a He's a fucking protagonist if I ever saw one. Mm-hmm. Who would do better on Survivor? This is a really fun one. This is Maddie's one. Oh, because I was like, we need something a little out of left field. Woo! Who would who would be better on Survivor? A boss babe or the boss baby? There's just so much to consider. Mm-hmm. The boss baby? Mm-hmm. I think highly likely to get voted out very early on. That's what I think. I don't... I think the boss babe... If you put a boss babe and a boss baby on an island... With no other people and no voting and everything, and tr- made them survive. Boss babe. Boss babe would win. But the game of survival. The game of survival is also making people like you. Yeah. A boss babe, she can make people like her. Yeah, she shows up. She's super hot. She can play the game of like, oh, I don't really know what's going on, and I'm not a threat. And then she can manipulate the shit out of. Yeah, everyone. a boss babe would definitely win survival. Absolutely. Nice. And the final one is who out of a boss babe and the boss baby is most likely to hit that first mill first? I want to say real quick, we do actually have a tie thus far. It is two for two. So this is the tiebreaker. This is a really clear win for me. Who do you think it is? Do you have a clear win? I have a clear win that's going to throw you right the fuck off, Maddie. Okay, so let's say three, two, one, and then our answer, okay? Okay. For who would be the first to make a million dollars. Three, two, two, one, boss baby. baby. (gasps) Boss babe, that's right. Oh, okay. Because boss baby doesn't run on money. They just run on increasing baby love. He doesn't get a paycheck. His paycheck is being able to continue to work. There's no financial incentive there. Okay, I was thinking of this differently because I was saying if both of their goal... Oh, if both of their goal was to, to make, make a, a meal, meal, okay, it's Boss Baby then. Yeah. yeah, because otherwise it's like, well, the Boss Baby wouldn't go on Survivor anyway. You know what I mean? Okay, fair. So I think it is... All right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll step down. Three, two, one. Boss, boss baby. baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree with your logic there because he, he loves the job. Yeah, he does, he, does it, he does it for the grind. He's not driven by, by financial incentives. No. But so if it's I was, like... I was like, purely because Boss Babes live in the world where money exists, yeah. they would win. But if Boss Baby was earning a salary... Slash if it was his goal to make a million. He would There's 100%. no question. Because Boss Babes, a lot of the time, are not making anywhere near the money they want you to think they are. No, it's their, it's their hubby until they're doing TikToks about retiring their hubby. And buying a lake house. <laughs> Take me to the lake. Whereas oh, Boss God. Baby would get shit done. And he yes. would do it without stealing money from other people. And he would do it without, yeah, exploiting other people. Who won out of Boss Baby and a Boss Babe? Boss Baby. Good applause. So that's our episode for today. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. I sure as hell did. Yeah, I thought this was a great episode. <laughs> Tell us over on Instagram and Twitter at Hey Cabin Fever. Mm-hmm. Are you a Boss Babe or a Boss Baby? Or just a Boss Babe. <laughs> Maybe you can be a little bit of all three. I'm sure we would have put up some sort of infographics, some lovely quotes by now. Maybe a quiz to tell which one you are. Fun. Ooh. If you have any of the placements we mentioned for the Boss Baby, let us let us know. Like or if, if you're really into astrology. And you also are very familiar with the Boss Baby. Yes. What do you think the Boss Baby's <laughs> astrological placements are? What's your favorite Boss Babe quote? Mm-hmm. We love submissions. If you make up your own, like... <gasps> send us submissions and we'll make a carousel of boss babe quotes we've yeah, all made up everyone will do an instagram story question box send us 
your own personal boss babe quotes so we can make a carousel. That would be so iconic. That would be amazing. Otherwise, just uh, live your life. Rate us on iTunes. Pod- iTunes podcast thing. Give uh, us five stars. Absolutely. Duh. Everyone's like, fuck you. I like big fat CEO, baby. <laughs> I think that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you. Namaste. Fare thee well. And Ciao. remember to watch Boss Baby. Bye. <laughs> oh, loved that. Oh.